0: Going for a drive cross country country, country, Moving from Mississauga On to Calgary Megan and Michael Stuck inside inside a car car. Gonna hit the road and drive really far The people you meet Whether they're bad or sweet Oh, we didn't workshop the rest of that But we just met a whole bunch of people So, we are in day three We have just entered Manitoba We took a met a nice biker out there. I'm uh, oh, sorry, bicyclist. Bicyclist. Thank you. Uh, who was biking from Toronto to BC? If you, did you notice that he was talking? Um, he was talking about Google and when you were like, "Oh, make sure you cover your eyes or something," but I don't know why you like. I. I... And he said, "Oh, don't, don't worry. The the big brother already has me." And oh, then, yes. And then he was like, yeah, John Connor driver And I was like, is that his name or is he making reference to Terminator?
1: I, I, I missed him there. I, I didn't follow the rest of that conversation yet. I, I know he is saying social media. I didn't know if he wanted to uh, share,
0: you know, his experiences. Oh, he definitely is sharing it right with, now if we were to go search on social media.
1: Of these uh, possible protocols, or because he doesn't want his face out there. But then, mm. like you said,
0: uh, I hadn't considered that. Okay, that's why you're saying like. Okay. Either way, he was a nice guy. We met people. Sweet, all sweet.
1: Very nice. Uh, we stayed a little bit too long. Yep. You could say some wood at the sign for Manitoba and took. Some photos uh, of a few couples who you know, wanted to be photographed together and uh, share their journey as well. Ooh, Where'd what is that? That was a spotting of some sort of hawk, possibly. We did just also see a vulture? A vulture eating a big mass of meat, of some sort, on the side of the road. That looked brown. On the outside, which I'm not sure uh, if it was the—I don't think it was the common turkey vulture or the more rare black vulture, but I really don't know.
0: I didn't what get kind a good look, birds look at it.
1: They've got over here.
0: I didn't get a good look at it because I thought I thought it was just a crow or something until we kind of got to there. So I just had a but yeah. It was pretty cool. So so. Uh, is this your first time in Manitoba?
1: This is my first time in Manitoba, Welcome yes. Welcome
0: to Manitoba. Thank you. Open for business.
1: Yes. Uh, we, we did notice that the Ontario sign, when we looked back, had uh, open for business. on At the bottom that you said
0: was... Uh, I believe it was Doug Ford who got that sign kind of redone. Newly put on, Yes. The previous sign said closed for business, which is why Ontario was really, you know, we were struggling. It was getting really bad. Yeah. Because when people drove into Ontario, they were like, oh, oh, they're closed. So we're not going to start a business here. So now that he has opened for business, I mean, you know, things are going really well. Because people are like, oh, you are open for business. I didn't think you wanted We got you political there, all right? There you go. For Doug Ford. Kudos. He's my friend, you know? He's my friend, he's my buddy. He's my buddy. Good guy. Good guy. That Doug for. You know. Nobody remembers that he talked, he talked to everybody like a friend. You know his campaigning. Alright, aside from politics. So we are in Manitoba. How do you feel about Manitoba? <laughs> I am
1: feeling
0: uh, good. It's looking smooth. Now I want you to I want to point out though, remember I was talking about how look at the highway here we're on a four-lane highway and again like think of ontario versus this and you can see like the, the amount of cars driving here like look there's no cars behind us you can barely see a few cars behind us there's you know it's really
1: much emptier out here sufficiently less yes yeah uh already just past the sign and you notice which is incredible I guess from here on, it will there will be less and less uh,
0: other individuals. Yeah, I'm interested to see because I've not driven out here in the summer, but you can see it's it's pretty, you know, and at a time where
1: people seem to be traveling.
0: So, what is your first thought of Manitoba?
1: Well, just at the sign, I ran across the road, kind of waved goodbye to the Ontario sign and and, and butterflies. That was my first thought. In your stomach,
0: or you you saw butterflies? Butterflies everywhere. Gotcha.
1: Ran through a patch, all you know, kind of fluttered up.
0: You know what that's called? A, kaleidos-
1: a kaleidoscope. Are you,
0: are you sure they were butterflies or they were grasshoppers? And did you do a tick check now? If you ran through a patch of grass? Yes. Okay. You did do a tick check?
1: Yes. Okay. Good. Feet and hands
0: are only exposed. Oh my God! You got ticks all over your hand. Oh, that's just your
1: <laughs> your
0: your fake tattoos. Tattoos. <laughs> hey. You know what I always hey. thought? Sorry. Yes, go on. What I always thought would be, like, uh, some chemists should work on, but imagine if you could get tattoos that lasted, like, five years or ten years and the ink would then, you know, dissolve or something.
1: Would it then be called ink or would we have to find a new word for what's created? You know, I don't know
0: that tattoo artists would recognize it, certainly, because that's kind of the point of tattoos, but at the same time I thought, man you would get so much more business. Absolutely. And you could always go and get it redone every 10 years, which I think would be good, too.
1: And I think many people would.
0: Yeah, you know? But I thought, man, like, if some chemist, if somebody's listening, get your priorities straight. We level cabins. What's the phone number? I didn't call out to get their their advertisement.
1: Well, if you
0: subscribe, we will, uh... We'll, We'll go back if you subscribe to the Patreon. (laughs) We will provide So If that's your priority I think it's not fair But when we get to the end of Manitoba Which we will by the end of today uh, We'll have to ask you for like What words you would use to describe it
1: Yes For now
0: Let's hear a little bit about what your first experience was like I mean for me in Manitoba I was coming out here for training I was super excited because it was the only province that I hadn't put my foot in mm-hmm. uh, so did you ever
1: pass here with the folks
0: no, no 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 that was the first time I was coming out in Manitoba the people were so friendly the, the brokerages they were all such such friendly people like you know just so welcoming uh, you know they always bring in a lunch and one of them Portage La Prairie, they, they mocked me mercilessly because I was like, it's Portage La Prairie. And I was like, all my French teachers will, you know, will groan if they hear me say Portage La Prairie. But they're like, yeah, that's how we can tell you're not from here. And I was like, well, I think there's some other ways. But uh, the fun thing with that brokerage is, you know, even though they were like kind of a small town, really not, you know, it's not a big place, um, but you know, the owner was like, Oh, man, about a drone. He's been doing drone footages of all his uh, properties, and we were talking about DaVinci Resolve. And I was like, dude, if you need like help, like, or if you have any tips, you know, because it's a great video editing software. Um, I was like, let me know, like. So it was really cool. I found I found people in Manitoba, like the realtors in Manitoba, were all very. Um, they had a relaxed feel of them, like a lot of our realtors in the prairies, you know, Saskatchewan and and Eastern eastern Alberta, but very progressive. I was up in Gimli and I was talking to one of the realtors out there, middle-aged woman, you know, seems nice, kind of looks pretty normal. And then we were talking about stuff and she kind of goes, yeah, you know, now, now I just need people to start buying homes in Bitcoin. And I was like, why is that? And she's like, oh, my husband owns a Bitcoin mining farm. And I was like, I wouldn't have pegged this woman to have a husband who is running a Bitcoin mining farm. It's got like... And uh, what does, did you ask further, uh, what a Bitcoin mining farm really looks like? Yeah, it's a whole bunch of computers with really great uh, graphics cards that are, you know, running, mining Bitcoin and running a program to mine Bitcoin because that's how, essentially, when you do a transaction with Bitcoin, you need to have some server out there, something kind of validate that transaction, right? And get that through so that's kind of what he does and, and you get you earn bitcoin through doing that so you know he had this farm out there and then we were talking i said you know i don't think that's going to happen until kind of the 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 status of bitcoin becomes more stable you know there was recently when i was out there they had just been somebody who'd gotten a whole bunch of money stolen there was a hack that had happened a whole bunch of people lost money and she's like yeah my husband lost 10 grand because uh you know he clicked the link in the middle of the night and they got access to a part of it off ten grand worth of bitcoin, and I was like, "All right, uh, I wouldn't have expected this from you know, I wouldn't have expected a, a, a man, uh, an agent out in in Portage. No, it's not that they're not there, but you know, again, it's like this was like a very you know jeans and a and a button shirt kind of guy, you know, didn't seem like the kind of you know didn't seem the kind of guy who would be shooting drone footage and doing that stuff. He just and I, you know, I'm not trying to judge a book by his cover, but I've seen a lot of agents. Like, that one, where is that?
1: that is a... Vulture. Because you can tell it... It's got the red head, and it's always swaying, kind of, back and
0: forth. Oh. The vultures. Gotcha. Yeah. I did not know that about them. The more you know... Um, yeah, just, like... I've, I've trained a lot of real and, and i had i had done a, a lot of training out in saskatchewan at the time and, and the people in saskatchewan i won't say what office but there was one office would go in and he'd say you know i know you got ideas but i want to remind you we're not toronto here and i was like dude like um it's not what i'm here for i'm here to show you the tools that you already have in that same office i once had somebody hold up a clamshell phone and go i don't need no smartphone and i was like you know it's not a, like it's not a statement convenience right mm-hmm. so when I came to Manitoba and I thought man these guys but they have the relaxed attitude like hey don't worry it's all good we'll get started when we get started there is it, it was they were awesome I, I so loved working with them so which you did uh,
1: kind of mention a similar attitude as well just standing over at the Manitoba sign and how friendly everybody was and the positive attitude they kind of
0: brought forth they were all Ontarians
1: Ontarians no. Right. Yes, but just that that positive attitude. I don't know if it's just the,
0: the traveling mood. One one of my favorite interactions. I was out in Halifax and I was in this little record shop and I was asking the guy where to go to get a donaire, right? Because if you're in Halifax, you got to go get a donaire. It's just kind of one thing you got to do. And so we were chatting for a little while, and then he's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I, I think after we chatted for a little while, I asked him about this. He's like, oh, you're from out of town? I was like, yeah, I'm from Toronto. And he's like, but you're nice. And I was like, well, some of us have to be. So uh, I was pretty funny. Because he was, like, taking it back, like, you're nice. It's like,
1: me? Yeah. It's me out here in good old Halifax.
0: No, no, that's what he said to me. Like, yes, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. Jeez, Christ. <laughs> like, no. Yeah a little slow a little slow we had a late night last night we got in at 1am to a little airbnb uh, but that was 2am eastern time because we crossed into central so a little bit slow this morning I forgot my camera there we had to turn back uh, it was a very uh, it was tough they had a really uh, a chocolate lab who looked exactly like Cody exactly he seemed to act quite similar Acted quite sat the same way she did had the same kind of belly you could tell she was uh you know like we always got comments we're like your dog's a little overweight and I was like yeah she's a lab and I have young kids and they feed her. Well fed yeah so I was like dude we tried we've tried but uh, such a little sweetheart such a little sweetheart Willa Willa yes. was her name and uh I thought it was very cute that they had cats and one of the one of the cats' names was Sheba who one of Cody's first dog friends was a Sheba Inu Sheba I should just say you don't say Inu Inu, Inu, Sheba (laughs) and I thought how how crazy is it that you know here I am on on my last day in Ontario it's a little emotional for you it's my last day in Ontario as an Ontarian You when I crossed over to Manitoba I thought this is the last time as an Ontarian you know I'm I'm moving into to this I'm, I'm set foot in Ontario
1: set foot out of Ontario
0: well but like This is the last time my feet will touch Ontario as
1: an Ontario. How did
0: you feel at that moment by the sign, in that way? A little tough. It's a little tough. You know. You you know you feel you're leaving home and what you've known as home for so long. I still kind of feel like I'm on vacation right now, and this is a trip we're taking, and I'm going to turn around and go home. It's. I keep thinking about. Oh, when I get home, and I go, oh no, wait, I'm not going. home. You know, home is coming to you. Eventually, yeah. Airbnb first. Yes. But eventually. So it's it's really it's really hard because I think, of, you know, like this morning I wanted to call my parents on a voice call and I went to call them on Duo and then I was like, oh, I didn't set them up. I forgot that you have to set it up with your phone number and I was like oh and my first thought was well next time I see that and I was like oh I don't know when that will be right like so it was was pretty hard and then but you know it was kind of a nice send-off to see a uh a dog so similar to Cody so so similar uh in behavior in the way she's like the way she was in size, she's exactly the same size as Codes, you know and just in sweetness what a sweet little girl she was oh my god, just her tail, her tail was the only thing that was different, and she missed a little freckle she had a little freckle up front, <laughs> Cody had a little freckle there, and uh and of course near the end like all of Cody's little fat lumps so, which I knew and it wasn't
1: so much where we were really planning to stay, in the beginning it just kind of fell into
0: thing was as, as you guys know if you listen to yesterday's or, yeah yesterday's episodes we there were this was this was one of two rooms i was able to find in the region and uh you know i you were the one who kind of said well let me check why don't we check Airbnb and i was like yeah all right and then i found this was this was the only room available in Airbnb aside from the one room in the beaver motel
1: yes a room Yep. Uh, we were staying kind of right near her own bedroom, uh, sharing the same washroom as the homeowner. It wasn't very different from a hotel experience.
0: Well, even, even a bed and breakfast experience, a very, you know, some bed and breakfast sometimes you kind of still have a little bit of your own space sometimes. But yes. But this was really like when you opened that door, you were just a, a roommate in their house. And you got to meet, um, did you get his name?
1: A man that we, no, I I didn't get his name.
0: I know her husband, it was Jenny, Jenny, and Ryan was, I believe Ryan was her. Maybe that was Ryan, because she said, well, Ryan will stay up. No, no, he said Ryan. Oh, he said Ryan was his
1: brother. Yeah, Ryan went out to work. His cousin. His cousin. Yes. Him and and Ryan both fought forest fires six months out of the year, uh, which was very incredible to hear about, uh, as the boreal forest is so interesting and dense uh, in many parts of Canada, of course, perhaps not where we're going in farmland, but... We're coming from. He mentioned that there are quite a few forest fires going on uh, this summer. Uh, one of the largest was in near the region of Kenora,
0: uh, where we just largest in it. Canada right now. Which yes, as you said, it was interesting because we kind of thought it was BC. Over 280 he- hectares. Oh my God! Uh,
1: still burning. He said it's coming up to. Kind of where the winds are pushing it. It, It's it's coming up to a lake, which seems to be uh, stopping it slightly, which is uh, good, allowing them to go in and and, uh, fight it a little bit harder.
0: That's not good. Now that I'm out, let it burn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I kid. I jog. I kid. I kid.
1: I I can't recall the exact reserve that it. uh, The lake resigns on... No, but they are doing a a very good job, as he says, to control it.
0: To where it needs to go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the interesting thing, he said, he works 14 days in a row fighting fires up to 19. Lately? Well, yeah, up to 19 they can keep him out there. And then he said they they get two days back home and he goes back out. So they spend two weeks out fighting fires... Two days back home, and then he goes back out again for fourteen to nineteen days, depending on the fires.
1: And then the other six months lives in Colombia. Yeah. No winters.
0: Yeah, that's what he said. He, he said this is as cold as it gets for him. And uh, interesting, also, he told us that uh, there's a, a number of Mexican firefighters because B.C., Alberta, and Saskatchewan are so busy fighting their own fires. So some some firefighters from Mexico have come up to assist in Ontario, which, thank you Mexico, I, Mexicans are awesome, like they're such wonderful, like they're so cool, but, then um, he told us a little bit about that. I've
1: met some on both sides, we're we positive. won't get into that. Yeah, we're being positive here, Mexicans are awesome. Oh, everybody's got a little bit of... <laughs> but thankful Thankful to All of the firefighters Helping uh, Fight these uh, Fires this Fires, yeah, which seem to be uh, Mostly, as he said uh, Started by lightning The main cause And of course They all start uh, as a Ground fire, but then Once they reach that crown uh, fire status, then they just, almost unstoppable, but, uh, but really at the moment, I'm looking up at the sky and it's cleared up
0: where we are. Yeah, I know Andrew yesterday was saying that as he was coming from Edmond, he said, you're going to see a lot of smoke out there, but it's pretty nice out here right now. Really nice. Blue sky, a little bit of clouds. Freshly
1: paved.
0: Freshly paved. Boy, this asphalt here in Manitoba. Let me tell you. Smell of asphalt. They could teach something to any asphalt factory or or, uh, asphalt plant. Runners. What do they call them? Engineers. I don't know what they call them. Back in Ontario. Right? Intellectuals. Intellectuals, yes. Yes. Sweet smell of asphalt.
1: Feels
0: like home. Back to Mexican firefighters up here in Ontario. And he talked a little bit about... Even the, the Colombian firefighters, and and how they treat them. How yeah, how
1: different it is compared to, uh, to compared to Canada. And uh, what is he, he works for uh, the MNR, the Ministry of Natural Resources. And he says they provide uh, quite a bit of services. Uh, you know, you, you need food. Food is sent out to you. You need uh, you need more supplies sent out to you, which is, uh, far different from his experience or his knowledge of what happens in both Mexico and, and Colombia.
0: Yeah. And he said out there, they're kind of like, well, you go to the, go, go up, go get the fire and we'll send a donkey out with some food for you. And he said, you know, they're kind of like, you better work because he said, essentially, if you want to get home, you got to fight the fire to get out. Because they're not coming to pick you up. One of the firefighters that was working with him said he had been working as a firefighter for 15 years, a forest firefighter for 15 years, and this was his fourth time in a helicopter. And he was like, dude, we're in helicopters all the time. Because 20 times come a week, up. yeah. How many times a week do you think? Up to 20 times a week. 20 times? Holy crap. Yeah. So it was an interesting, interesting morning. Good company. Good company. Very nice people highly recommend it if you're in Kenora, look up Airbnb look up Jenny up there I mentioned Mike and Megan you get a zero percent discount it was it was cheap though it was it was very inexpensive so but uh, it was nice it was nice It was a good way to start the day good way to start the day went out if, uh, if you had to
1: guess where we got our keys this morning. Correct. It
0: was Tim Hortons. Where would you normally, would you get a tea from Tim Hortons, Megan? Personally, if I
1: was. What well, would be own? the
0: opposite? Statistically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, where would you get?
1: No, a tea? I would. I I would. I have quite an immense collection,
0: and I make my own tea. Well, of course, I like, have a kettle. Right, me too. But if I, if you were out, would Tim Hortons be where you go? Because I've kind of just been like, let's get a Tim Hortons, let's go. Because I, I I personally find Tim Hortons are good with making tea, and Starbucks to me is too expensive for tea, and they really don't make it very well, to be honest. Uh, I would f-
1: I, I would always find the little family joint. Gotcha. Yeah. Or
0: that
1: feel. That it's not necessary for me
0: at the moment. Gotcha. You you drink herbal tea. But there's a lot of caffeine in herbal tea. Like, if I don't drink a tea, I'm going to get a caffeine headache later.
1: I see. I've never experienced that. It, it, it's always fascinated me, especially, uh, you know, 4 o'clock coffee. I need my 4 o'clock coffee. I, and like you said, lots of teas have more co- caffeine than, than coffee.
0: Uh, I never had until I was boy. when i was older no have caffeine headaches before i could have tea or not didn't matter that much yeah some days i would some days i would so i've got to quit before then no you just got to make it a habit before then yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, interesting you get them in the morning i if i drink too much caffeine later on in the day I, i really don't drink that much caffeine and and lately because i really don't especially not being at work and stuff and having a Coke for lunch from time to time or stuff. Mm-hmm. I find caffeine has really been taking its toll on me. If I, and not getting as much exercise, right? But if I, if I have caffeine later in the day, I, I find it, it really affects my ability to sleep later on at night. So I try to have my tea in the morning. I might have a Coke, might like once a month for lunch or if we buy it. Cause we don't buy Coke or pop or, you know, Dr. Pepper or anything like that too often. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, because I find when we buy it, I just drink it, and I'm like, I don't need that. It's a, it's a, it's too expensive, to be honest. I, I don't want to spend that much on something that's that that's not good for me. Yeah. Right. Like it's like six bucks when it's not on sale for a for a twelve pack. That's too much. I'm sorry. That's too much. I don't want that. So you know, I don't really buy it that often. But sometimes at night when we have pizza, like that's usually I will drink it. then So there's my long-winded way to say, yeah, I have one a day. <laughs> <laughs> tell me to shut up <laughs> tell me to shut up well the word you're looking for a shut up <laughs> so oh sorry that also meant we had advice because yesterday yesterday were we talking about this and and you know Sue was saying Gary smokes and sometimes he flicks flick his cigarette butt outside the window and she was like you gotta stop doing that but now what we learned today is because he said he they actually get the firefighters of Ontario, the forest firefighters, I this. actually get paid based on how many fires they fight. So he actually said, you know, it's been a really good summer for his wallet because there's been so many forest fires. So we promised him on the way out that we'd, you know, we said we don't smoke, but we'll encourage smokers to flick their butts out and start some fires for you so you can make some money. So if you like firefighters, if you support firefighters, start some fires up north. You had a dream about this?
1: I'm sorry, major deja vu right now. I had a dream about this, of us talking about this, of that moment, that... What was that machine, that roller? Yeah. Going by on the side of the road? Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Well,
0: all Thanks right. Thanks for listening. But... <laughs> Stick your butts out the window. Well, hold on. Destination Regina today. Because Google refuses to say Regina. Hey. And uh may well, just be on purpose. I think it's on purpose. Why? It's, it's not. You know, it's the capital of Saskatchewan. You telling me they don't know how to pronounce it? It's also spelt, you know, very similarly to vagina right
1: it is it is
0: so we are going to check back at the end of the day see how today went so far I mean today's been a pretty great day We've had a good time it has been uh, smiles yeah and
1: sunshine and sunshine <laughs> this is sun has risen yet again. I'm gonna do this. You, you, you,
0: you. Uh, you sign him off.
1: Beautiful bonding moments of the afterlife. And no, you're supposed to be signing off on this. Okay, now signing off. We will. Uh, we will be back later on today with more
0: m- memories
1: adventures to share with you guys until then so long